Welcome to the Next Level Leaders Podcast with me, Dr. Joseph Walker. This podcast is designed to offer strategies in moving vision to reality. Leaders can expect to be mentored, inspired, and challenged to succeed at the next level. So prepare to be exposed, empowered, and equipped for excellence. Thank you for connecting and allowing this space to become an opportunity for growth and collaborative learning. Now, let's go on this journey together and spark the change we wish to see in ourselves, our teams, and the world. Hi, I'm Dr. Joseph Walker, and thank you so much for tuning in to Next Level Leader Podcast. So excited to have you connected on today. This is the podcast where we come together and share strategies and ideas that we believe can help you evolve into the best leader on the planet. We operate under the assumption, and we believe it is absolutely true, that there is a leader inside of you just growing, waiting to be developed. So we believe iron sharpens iron. Thank you so much for staying connected to Next Level Leader Podcast. And I want to thank all of our friends and partners for helping us every single week promote this podcast. We wanted to make it available to people around the world. So we encourage you to share the link with people. Let them know Next Level Leader is here to support, to help them evolve into the leader we know they can become. I would love for you to follow me, Joseph Walker 3, on Instagram. Follow me there. That's the place where we can communicate and collaborate. And I certainly would like to know more about you and your journey. Of course, if you would like to access our books, our content, even invite us to come and share with your team, do a variety of things like that. Know that you can reach out to us right at www.josephwalker3.org. Go right there. We would love to connect with you. So excited about today's topic because I believe it affects all of us. And I think all of us have to learn how to win after a loss. When you think about that topic, innately we are wired to win. We are pursuing victory in all that we do. But one of the things that you will understand in life is the inevitability of losing. You will never go through without taking losses. And so it is important to really look at this critically and carefully because you don't want it to set you back to a place where you feel you're unable to achieve the thing you're set out to do. I know as a leader, I've been able to accomplish a lot and losing is not something that I like. It's not something that feels normal to me because I'm a winner. I keep pushing. I think I apply strategy and do the things I need to do. Sometimes I lose. Sometimes I lose deals, lose good people. Sometimes I lose opportunities. And I have to pull myself together and realize that I have to keep going, keep pushing and going after the dream. Today, as I talk to you, maybe you've experienced loss. Whatever that loss is, I think it's important, number one, to give yourself permission to grieve. We associate grief often with the loss of death of a loved one, a friend, etc. But even in business, when you have a loss, a missed opportunity, a coworker who has left, a very valuable employee who has shifted and pivoted. Uh, relationship has gone south. And you're wondering what happened. You can't just keep going as if though nothing happened. 
what I want to encourage you to do as a leader is give yourself permission to grieve, to process it. What impact did it have on you? Your emotions will go through a variety of different ideations. You'll snap sometimes, sometimes you'll cry, sometimes you'll just be in the car, you'll be talking to yourself, questioning, and you'll be angry. It's a lot of different emotions, and the stages of grief are most appropriate to help you understand grief is absolutely normal. You know, I talked about it even when I dealt with change the other week, how people approach change and deal with it. And I said, people often are grieving the loss of the thing as they once knew it, so they hurt people that they love the most. Grief is real, and you have to give yourself permission emotively to grieve. Sometimes step away for a moment and just say, let me deal with this. Something happened. A good employee left. A good employee turned bad. I lost the contract. I didn't get the opportunity. It's okay to grieve it rather than just go on and say, oh, well, oh, well, I'll just keep moving. No, you have to give yourself space to do that. Here's the second thing. A loss doesn't make you a loser. Now, you have to really hear this because oftentimes we think, well, if I, if I took a loss, I took an L, maybe I'm just not good at this. No, it doesn't mean that. People talk often about how many you know, shots that uh, LeBron had to shoot before winning the you know, scoring championship for the NBA. But you think about it, he missed a lot of shots. Michael Jordan missed a lot of shots. So, so you must understand, it doesn't make you a loser because at least you're trying. And anyone who is incredibly successful will tell you that you got to keep pushing and pressing toward the manifestation of the thing that you're after. I am certain when Elon Musk began working through the idea, creation of Tesla, that engineers failed quite often before they came up with actual all battery-powered car, electric car. I'm certain in those early days, there were a lot of failures, a lot of things, but that's part of it, trial and error. And you have to give yourself permission, one, to grieve, but two, realize that a loss doesn't make you a loser. So snap out of it. Listen, snap out of that, woe is me, I'm not good enough. Get out of that mind frame and just declare yeah, I may have had a loss, may not have worked out, may have lost the contract, may have not been able to retain the proper personnel, but it doesn't make me a loser. But here's the thing that I really want you to appreciate. In every loss, there is something salvageable. I learned this um, in our losses. We have to look and say, well, what is it that I'm supposed to gain from this? What can I extract from this that can be beneficial as I go forward. You know, I think in every loss, there, there are lessons and I have to be able in my own mind, my own spirit to find those areas that are salvageable that I can say I could still use this. That may not have worked. That may not have worked, but there were some things that did work. Don't throw the baby out with the bath water. So it's important as you begin to think about how you approach uh, your vision, how you approach your dream and the thing that has, has not gone well to find those things that did. There is always something salvageable. People who respond back often with, you know, a declination letter, 
they tell you, they tell you, you know, it wasn't because of this or that or that. It was because perhaps we, we, we had too much already, or perhaps it just wasn't a good fit for us. And they often can be incredibly complimentary. Make a note of those things. What things worked well? Don't just be so emotive that you just throw it all away and say, I'm done. It's never going to happen. Salvage those areas that work well. Yeah, you've got a great plan. You know, you've got a great, great strategy for implementation. Maybe it just didn't fit that organization. Maybe the person, you know, uh, believed in, you know, the product. Maybe they believed in, you know, the systems. Maybe they had a problem with the culture of the organization. Nevertheless, you can find something that is salvageable in the situation. And, and here's the deal. That's why I want to talk about number four here. Personal opinion must be greater than public opinion. How you feel about it has to be greater than what people are saying about it. How do you feel about your dream? How do you feel about your business, your vision? How do you feel about it? See, when you experience a loss, you've got to learn this. You can win after a loss if you have a very strong opinion about what you do. Sometimes we allow ourselves to go down the rabbit hole of reading all the comments section. We begin to read that and all the negative things that people say about us. I know at one time in my life, I was just consumed with that, the opinions of the public. And it would send me down this place of near depression sometimes. People would be incredibly negative. Uh, they, they would say the most visceral things. And, and I was saying, wow, I was, I was just trying to help. I was trying to do this. But as a next level leader, your opinion about yourself has to be greater than the opinion that others have. You've got to bet on you. And I believe this with all of my heart. I believe that there is something in you that is so powerful, so amazing. I, I really do. I believe that when you bet on you and your opinion is, I believe in what I'm doing. I'm more passionate now than I have ever been before about what I'm trying to accomplish. You have no idea how that will cause you to transcend all the chatter and public opinion that's out there because you don't have the luxury of allowing yourself to be consumed with the opinions of other people. Now, we've got that behind us. What are we going to do now? Taking the loss, how do I win? How do I pick myself back up? Well, number five, I want you to develop the discipline to regroup. It takes discipline. You know, I've talked about discipline on this podcast before. And I think when you begin to think about discipline, and it, it has a lot to do with focus. It has a lot to do with consistency. The reason why people are not disciplined is because they lack those two areas, focus and they lack consistency. You know, it's like the person who says, I'm going to get my life together. I'm going to work out. I'm going to do this. And they start out well, January, February, and March comes. And all of a sudden, excuses come in. I'm tired of this and that because they lack consistency. Or they'll go to the gym and open up Instagram or Facebook, and they'll just surf, surf, surf for 20, 40 minutes. And next thing you know, oh, I got to go. Didn't have time to get a good workout in because they're not focused. A part of your coming back after a loss and regrouping requires discipline. I got to reassess what happened, what was salvageable. I got to regroup. I got to pull my team together and say, all right, guys, we took this loss. What do we do now? It's like, I, I remember watching the LSU women's basketball team. Many of you may recall, 
in the SEC championship, they lost to South Carolina. And Kim Mulkey pulled them into the locker room and, and they had to regroup. They did some things well, some things not so well. But they were so devastated, demoralized, that they felt we didn't qualify to be in the NCAA double tournament. No, 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 no. They went to that tournament, regrouped, and literally played out of their minds and won the national championship because they were willing to take what was salvageable and regroup through discipline and focus. I mean, when you are locked in, nothing can prevent you from your goal. I want to challenge you in this area of discipline and spiritual disciplines as well. It's one thing to be disciplined in terms of just making a thing happen in business and consistency in life, but it's another thing to be spiritually disciplined to understand it's going to require constant prayer. It's going to require constant growing in God's word. Can you remain disciplined? I believe this is the time for all of us to think through ways in which we can be disciplined so we can actually regroup. But here's number six. Understand the difference, and listen carefully, between movement and momentum. A lot of people who have movement in the regrouping process it's not just about movement. Movement is important to put this here and put that there and rearrange this, but it's about momentum. Momentum is the force that's behind me that gets me up and constantly allows me to push and press toward my goal. I believe that this is the time you need to have momentum. Ask God to give you greater momentum. And this is that moment. This is that time. We can declare momentum is the key. Momentum is what allows planes to fly because of constant power thrust. Momentum is what allows the track runner to run faster than anyone else. Because it, it's really about a consistent focus on the goal, powered by passion, purpose, powered by the energy of intentionality. I just want to encourage you greatly today to not just be that person that has a lot of movement out there, but be that person that is focused on momentum because it's momentum that allows you to have a level of sustainability that often can be interesting to people who don't understand. You've seen it. Momentum matters. And what I've learned in my life as a leader, I want to always be relevant. I want to always be in the conversation about how to move things forward, how to get things done. And that's why momentum is key. Let's review what we've heard so far before we go to our last point. As always, we're talking about how to win after a loss. So the first thing we share today is give yourself permission to grieve. Give yourself a space to say something occurred, something was lost, something did not happen the way it was supposed to, and so I must step back and process this emotionally, spiritually psychologically, in all the spaces, I must say to myself, I have permission to feel, to grieve, to work through this, talk to somebody. But then number two is the recognition that a loss does not make you a loser. You are not a loser. Just because you experience a loss in your life does not make you a loser. Every 
champion, every successful person has had seasons where they have failed, where things have not gone as they initially planned. But it doesn't make you a loser. So get that out of your head. And number three, in every loss, find out what is salvageable. There is something positive that occurred. You did something right. Everything wasn't wrong. So you have to say, how do I take the things that I did right and work with those things in order that I might be able uh, to gather myself together and still go forward in something more positive? And number four, personal opinion must be greater than public opinion. Let people talk, but don't allow yourself to be consumed in the comment section, but think well about your vision, speak well over you, and believe in you and bet on you. I think number five is one that should help us all in really developing the discipline of a group. There is a discipline that's involved in regrouping here, and I believe you can do it. And then here's number six is understanding the difference between movement and momentum. How do we do that? How do we truly, truly get to a place where we say, I am focused now on momentum? Yes, the movement is putting things in position, but the momentum is the force that's allowing me to get there. Here's number seven. I want you to hear this. Confidence, confidence, confidence. Now, I know that may seem very simple, but I think it's important for you to exude a certain amount of confidence. If you're going to come back after a loss and still win, it's going to require confidence to be able to believe that I can go back out there and I can accomplish this. Yes, I might, got, I might have got hit in the gut. Yes, I might have taken an L, but I have the confidence to believe that this is possible. And I'm talking to you to tell you now, yes, you have the confidence. Get up and go get this. You can do this. You were called to this. You were assigned to this. As a next level leader, you acknowledge and embrace the greatness that's on the inside of you and you can do anything you put your mind to. So I just want you to be encouraged today. And I want you as the next level leader to know I believe in you. And I believe that great things are going to happen because God has given you something extraordinary to accomplish. And even though you may have taken a loss, you can win after a loss. I hope this has blessed you today. If it has, I would love to hear at josephwalker3.org. My website, if you'd like to get our books and things of that nature, book called Restored at the Root that can get to the root issue of perhaps why we do the things we do, the no opportunity wasted, the art of execution, helping a person move out of just theory. How do I execute a vision? Who are the people that need to be with me as I do it? But I want to hear from you on Instagram at josephwalker3. That's at Joseph Walker, the number three. Let me know how this podcast has blessed you. And do me a favor, share it with as many people as you can. It is our hope to reach a million people with this podcast, over a million, and you can help us do just that. Thank you in advance. I'm so incredibly grateful and thankful for the opportunity to bring Next Level Leader Podcast to you every single week. Thank you again for believing in this podcast, for supporting this podcast. And to that end, I just want to thank you for the opportunity to pour into you every single week. Remember this, every great leader takes losses from time to time. But every great leader 
knows how to get back up and win after a loss. Thank you. I'm Joseph Walker, and you've been listening to Next Level Leader Podcast. Get up. Go get it. Go win. Be blessed. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's podcast. I want you to subscribe at iTunes, cpnshows.com, or whatever podcasts are downloaded. I also want you to follow me on Instagram at Joseph with you.